Engage quantum drive. Hey now, and welcome to Quantum Drive. I'm Rob, and Katie will be joining me in just a moment for today's episode. We recently had the opportunity to chat with Jay Lee, the Orville's John Lamar. To give our conversation some context, this took place the week following the episode Twice in a Lifetime, so we talked to Jay about Lamar's relationship with Tala, that massage scene, what he has in common with the character he portrays, the origin of Boom, and much more. Make sure to give Jay a follow on Twitter and Instagram at JLeeFilm and check out his movie Atypical Wednesday, which is now available to stream on Prime Video. Before we jump into the interview, just a reminder that you can support the production of this show by becoming a backer on Patreon. At the $5 level, you'll get instant access to over 25 hours of exclusive podcasts, including Mark's alternate one-sentence reviews, as well as new bonus content in the future. You can become a backer by visiting our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com slash support. With that, here's our conversation with Jay Lee. There's the man. Hello. What up, dog? Hello, hello. How are you? Together right quick. Hold on. What's happening? What's up? Nice shirt. Had to represent a little bit, you know? <laughs> I'm representing a little bit myself. Where'd you get that? I want that one. I made this. Dopest gear. I can't never get <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, I like that one. That's cold. Uh, I can send one your way somehow. No, you know what? You just you just keep mine at your house. All right. <laughs> you know, even though I want it, but it's so special. I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm Good. great. How's your day been? I'm sure very long. You know, today's not that. I mean, it's it's fine. It's not that bad. I just scarfed down some food real quick. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you know how it is. You might call it an atypical Wednesday. Wow. From the logo. <laughs> From the logo. Nothing but that. You know. Game over. Well done. Checkmate. It was right there. Right there. <laughs> you know what, though? I will say, Wednesdays are always great days. I mean, we're here right now with you, so how is this not a great Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. By the way, people love you guys. You guys have been talked about. I'm just saying. What? What? <laughs> just saying. You didn't hear it from me, but some uh, some people on our show... They love you guys. That's all I'm saying. That makes me a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, that makes me excited. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you didn't hear from me, so you know. Okay, we won't tell it. anybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll be our secret. But yeah, it's uh, it's come up in conversation. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty that means cool. a lot. Thank you. Yeah, just to even hear that. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So we got uh, all sorts of questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. So I have to say, first of all, John, this season is taking care of business, like right out the gate. Uh, <laughs> we're getting to see lots of Lamar strains blossoming and he's coming in clutch in a lot of situations. So what has been the most rewarding part of portraying John this season so far? Well, first of all, thank you for saying that. And uh, I just, I think it's cool to see different sides of John. When we meet him, he's at the front of the ship. He's a navigator. He's kind of silly, jokey. But he has taken his job pretty seriously. So I kind of made a joke uh, with the first few episodes. It was like, leave it to Lamar because scrambling, trying to figure out ways to fix things or fix a problem or whatever. So uh, it's been cool. And then you also realize how important John's job is on this ship. And I know a lot of people were sad when my character left the bridge to go to engineering. 
but I think we've done a good job. Season two was a little, we didn't really know kind of what was going on with John, but I think with this season, we've sort of figured it out a little bit, but uh, it's been fun, you know, like when you get to watch it and you see John actually saying all them science techno babble, it's like, oh, right. I did that. I said that. I forgot about that. I actually had a question about that. You do a lot of technically difficult dialogue, and I'm always impressed at how fluidly you get out that information. So do you have to do a couple takes for it, or are you just gifted in engineer talk? You know what? I'm going to tell you what it is. Our show takes a long time to shoot anyway, when we're on set, right? And as an actor, you never want to be the reason. You never want to hold up camera. So when I get these very long, difficult speeches, I try to do as much prep as I can beforehand. So by the time I get to set, I can just sort of rattle it off, but then also trying to make it make sense because I don't know half the stuff means. So I have to try to connect it to something that makes sense to then convey the story. So it's fun. You know, I, I wish Isaac would say it and I'd go, we got five minutes. Are we going to blow the hell up? <laughs> yeah. You know, but John has to explain it. So I'm glad they threw it at me and I can do it. Hopefully I'm doing all right at it. Yeah. Speaking of Isaac, who you just brought up, you and Isaac have had uh, a lot of screen time together this season, which has been pretty cool to see. Mm -hmm. Even though you've been working with Mark Jackson for a while now, is there mm -hmm. something difficult about acting with somebody whose face you can't see at all? No. And I'll tell you, Mark does such an incredible job of bringing a physicality to Isaac. And actually, if you go back and look at the pilot, I didn't know where the story we're going to go. But very early on, when Ed is meeting the Orville crew for the first time, for some reason, I always had it where John liked Isaac, but he didn't trust Isaac. So when you look at it, John's kind of looking at Isaac's side eye. He's not mad. He doesn't hate him, but he's just like, I don't know about this guy. Something about him. It's true. Yeah. But I'm able to do that because Mark does such a good job of bringing Isaac literally to life. So over the course of the seasons, it's uh, it's fun to work with Mark because Isaac just shoots it straight. There's no inflection. There's no emotion behind it. So it's just raw deal. You know what I mean? But uh, no, it's, it's it's always fun working with Mark. You know, he's got to take his helmet on and off. That takes forever. But besides <laughs> yeah. that, it's fun. I think we have to talk about it. The Tala and John kiss that just happened, which I'm sure people have been asking you about already. But uh, should we buckle up for more romance between these two? You know, listen, John was just trying to save Gordon. OK, he was stressed out. The ship had been through a lot. Tala, she saw he had a little crook in his back. She just wanted to help out. <laughs> you know, we'll see. It could be something that blossoms. It could be just a little heat of the moment type thing. But, uh, you know, we, uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Speaking of that massage scene, so that had me rolling, <laughs> laughing out loud. It like nothing has hit me on the show in quite some time that hard. Yeah. That dialogue could not have been all scripted. You had to be like loose with that, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I actually texted Seth the other day and I, I told him when we cut to that wide shot as John is sort of making noises wide shot of the engineering room that's really what makes that whole scene <laughs> even funnier yeah yeah but now nah, they turned the cameras on and i sort of just kind of went with it <laughs> but it was tough because i could see people <laughs> laughing <laughs> sort of <laughs> off camera so i was trying to like keep a straight face <laughs> as i was getting the massage but we got through it and that's <laughs> what we ended up with is there a lot of bloopers from this season that maybe we'll get to see at some point oh i'm sure yeah, that, yes, 
<laughs> you know, it's a tough show. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of moving parts. We don't nail it in the first go. So there are a lot of a lot of f bombs, a lot of yeah, a lot of cussing, a lot of jokes. So <laughs> I'm sure you'll get a lot of those. Yeah. Like Scott, you're one of several actors on the show who had their character created with a little bit of their personality in mind. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like as John has evolved, has he moved further away from what you would say you are or have the two of you come into alignment a little more? You know, it's, it's really interesting. That's a good question. I think we all have multiple sides of ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And since Seth does know me, there is the John that we met initially, but this sort of kind of leader, difficult dialogue, explainer, that's also a part of me as a person. My background is I went to school for piano and theater, but I was an athlete my whole life. So I've always lived in sort of two worlds anyway, you know, like the classical world and went to all Catholic boys, high school, tap, ballet, jazz, you know, that type of thing. And then my dad lived in the city and I played basketball, ran track and I'm in a fraternity and went to a big 10 school. So I've kind of always been able to kind of both languages Mm. per se. So John going from that to this, it's just another side of me, Jay Lee, I think as a, as an artist. So okay. it didn't feel too far out of, out of my sort of range. So maybe there isn't an answer to this then, but do you do anything to get into the character for John? John's very observant. I'm somebody who I want everybody to be okay at all times. I want to make people happy. I want to make people who got what they need. John is a little more quiet, very observant, but also just knows that A plus B equals C. And this is, this is how we have to get this done. So I try to make him a little more still, but it's tricky because sometimes he is funny and he is sort of loose. So I try to, when he's off the clock, John's a little more laid back, but when he's in a suit in engineering, it's, it's business. Mm-hmm. And I read every space book ever. <laughs> no, like as not. John or as Jay Lee. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. As nobody. What's up, dad? My dad's here. Oh, no way. Hello, dad. Yeah, Yeah, you want to come say hi real quick? Say hi to the people. We always have time. You know what? Hey. Step forward. Let me see. There he is. It's nice to meet you. Okay, bye. (laughs) But you know what? Here's a true story. John says, boom. Jay Lee, I get boom from that guy. Goody Lee. I was going to ask. So, yeah, what is, is it your dad says it? Is there more to that? No, so he'll be like, I'll give you guys both a okay. goodie lead boom for both. I'll start with Katie first. So if my dad saw you like, hey, like them headphones, purple and the yellow, hey, boom. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Rob, he'd say something like, hey, Union Point, huh? Yeah, I used to play a little softball back in the day. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Love it. Now, I don't know. It could mean a bunch of different things or it could just mean one thing, but I started saying boom because of him. And then Seth literally wrote it into the pilot and John now says boom. Nice. All because of that guy. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm curious now that we're halfway through season three, which I can't believe we're halfway through season three. I know. I know. That's wild. What has been the most exciting thing for you to see since it's been released? I just think the where the show has come and what it is right now. I really feel like this is the show moving forward. And I think being able to sit in that seat and just be comfortable with what the show is. First two seasons were great. I was proud of both of them. 
But then seeing this season is like, oh, Dow, this is what that show is. This show is pretty, show is kind of dope, dope. So I just think seeing it, and it's a gift and a challenge for it taking so long because you want to see it because we did it. But then you're removed from it and then you get to watch it and you go, you're watching it for the first time again, which is also special. So I get excited every time the opening credits. Same. I have to bring up Atypical Wednesday because as promised, I did watch it and thought it was great. I did too. It was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have your experiences as an actor, a writer, and a director informed or influenced each other in any way? 100%. You know, doing Orville, like I had directed before and I had written some stuff before, and but I made this movie, I made Atypical Wednesday in between season two and three of Orville. Because I, I, I saw I had a window, I put it into motion, and I was able to make it. But I learned so much from being on the Orville and being able to look at Seth and John Kassar and Favreau, who did our pilot, and all the other directors. You know, when I wasn't shooting, I would spend a lot of time in the village, and I just ask questions and look at stuff. So I think for me, since I've done every aspect of filmmaking, from writing, directing, editing, acting, if something is needed in a scene, but it's sort of getting lost in translation. It might be something as simple as can you just shift? Can you just shift? Cause you know, we'll have three cameras, boom is in the shot. We got all these things happening and everyone's trying to fix it. And then Kassar is great at this. He's like, we need to get this thing out of the shot. And all of a sudden people are moving and Kassar is like, Jay, just, I'm like, just lean back. Got it. And then by the time people realize I've leaned or someone has leaned back, it's like, Oh, we fixed it. Okay. Let's shoot. So I think being able to, diagnose a problem right mm. and come up with the fix john and engineering right oh here's the problem here's the fix i think when you're on set it's like okay here's the problem we're trying to fit four people into a shot we're all looking at four different things how can we make that look real i know what it is i'm gonna make my eyeline the grip guy but it'll still make sense on cameras yeah but i hope that answers your question absolutely yeah I'm curious, how did you get your start in this industry? And did you always want to be an actor? Because you come from an arts background. Is this something you always dreamed would be a part of your life? You know, I never, I never thought I would be an actor. I always, it's a great question. I went to school for piano, like I said, and I broke my thumb freshman year. And uh, that's when I started taking acting classes because I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Mind you, I was still in the music school. My professor <laughs> came in, I had a cast on my thumb. And I was like, oh, I'm going to lose my scholarship. I'm trashed, right? And he's like, okay. And he hands me two books of left-handed repertoire, Scriabin and Bach. He's like, see you next week. Oh. So I just played with my left hand all semester. But I started taking acting classes. So kind of fell in love with the science of acting. Oh, that's what this is. And uh, I think from there, I said, oh, I just want to do something with acting. But then when I moved to LA, I ended up working at the front desk of some show called Family Guy. Never heard of that show. So then I started <laughs> writing because I had some downtime and I started making projects. So it's a very windy road to get to where I've gotten. I just know I've always wanted to make this place just a little bit better before I leave with the talents I have, which just so happened to be in art. So mm. if I could do that through writing, directing, piano, acting, whatever, I've sort of done my job. Well, thank you so much for your contribution, Star. I know we appreciate them and yeah. we are uh, unfortunately at that time. But again, just a huge thank you. It's always an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Oh, listen, Rob, Katie, you guys are great. Uh, like I said, 
We got some fans over here on the Orville side. So thank you. Thank you. We're thank you. huge yeah. fans of you. So thank you for taking the time today. For sure. For sure. You guys have a great rest of your day. And uh, hopefully I'll talk in see you soon. All right. Yeah. Have a good have day. A good one. Quantum Drive is a production of the Geek Generation. If you like this show, be sure to check out our other podcasts on the Geek Generation Network at thegeekgeneration.com. If you'd like to support the show and get access to exclusive bonus podcasts along with other perks, you can visit our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can follow Quantum Drive on Twitter at Quantum Drive Pod and me at the Rob Logan. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayKatiePlay and on Twitch at Katie Peters Plays. And Katie is spelled K-A-T-I-E. Please rate the show and write a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we may read your review on an upcoming episode. Finally, questions and comments can be sent to quantumdrive at thegeekgeneration.com. We're out of here for now, but we'll see you soon in In the the future. future.